0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
4: We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code STRAIGHTFIRE and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code STRAIGHTFIRE for 56 to 1 odds. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode
2: is made possible by PWC. When you bring together human ingenuity, passion, and experience with the latest technology— the future starts to look a whole lot smarter, which is why The New Equation is meeting the future of work today with ProEdge. Digitally upskill your entire organization to keep ahead of the curve and drive growth. Learn more at thenewequation.com.
5: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org Brought to you by the Ad Council
6: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre
4: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre Straight Fire! Yeah! Friday, October 1st Are you excited for this weekend? What a weekend of sports And by the way October is a great month of sports. I maintain November has a slight edge on October, but it's going to be tough next weekend when there's college football, NFL, and Major League Baseball postseason. The playoffs actually start early next week. We'll try to book someone to talk MLB postseason gambling. Uh, I got a guy who I know who I'm interested in. He was on last year who was very good. Um, Obviously, baseball postseason will be fire um, next week. I'm excited for it, as long as the Yankees get in. Uh, also, Mr. Tatis, I don't know if you guys saw this. If you haven't, it, was, it happened late Thursday night. First thing you need to do this morning, obviously go to my IG stories. Fernando Tatis hit one out of Dodger Stadium. An absolute moonshot. They're calling it 467 feet. The fifth longest homer ever hit out of Dodger Stadium. Unbelievable shot. Shout out to Fernando Tatis of the Padres. All right, let's get to the NFL in a hell of a good game. Thursday night, your boy almost had the money line and the points. But, of course, Urban Meyer had to screw it up. And I'm sorry to yell this early on a Friday morning, but holy hell. Urban, what are you doing, bro? How many times have we talked about punt to lose? Five minutes left, tie game, on the road, you're winless, and you're punting from midfield? I don't I don't know how to help you at this point, Urban. I've defended you throughout this friggin' one month of a train wreck start you've had this season. Okay? You finally get it together, and I knew you'd show up. and I knew Trevor Lawrence would show up on the road against the Bengals, who are, have no business ever being favored by 7.5 over anyone. And, boom! Trevor Lawrence gets you a 14-0 lead. And I know some people are going to harp on what happened right before the half. I'll get to that shortly. I do not fault them for that. But I do fault them for the end of the game. So it's third and four from midfield. Okay? There were just a shade under six minutes left. Urban Meyer on third and four, you know, they end up having uh, Trevor Lawrence having a rollout and he has to chuck one deep. Incomplete. I didn't love the call there. I would have. And again, I'm not an offensive coordinator. Shocking. I host a podcast. I talk about sports on uh, TV and digital for Fox. I don't. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I would have set it up so it was four down territory. I would have done some kind of run. You want to go read option? Fine. You want to go James Robinson into the line? Fine. You want to spread them wide? Do something. Whatever. Forward momentum to make it from fourth and uh, third and four to fourth and short. But he didn't even give himself that chance. Fourth down, he just trots out the punter, and you knew it at the time. You're not getting the ball back. They hadn't stopped Burrow at all in the second half. Burrow was on a mission. The two possessions before, I'm sorry, the three possessions before that for Joe Burrow. 10-75, Tutty. 12-86, Tutty. 4-69, you guessed it. Touchdown, Bengals! I mean, you hadn't stopped in the entire second half, so what the hell are you doing punting it back to them? I mean, worst case scenario, absolute worst. You turn it over on downs with five minutes left, and they're at midfield. Okay? They're scoring. It's either a field goal or a touchdown. They are scoring. You were the, the secondary could not guard. There was a flag seemingly every every meaningful down in the second half. Well, the, I should say the final three drives for, uh, against the Bengals. The Jags just kept holding them. They, they couldn't hang with Chase and um, uh, even Auden Tate they had to hold them. I and mean, come on, on that pivotal third down. Like, really? Auden Tate? They could not stop CJ Uzama. Uzama, I don't even know how you say his name. I, I've got five fantasy teams between myself and my son. And I kept checking. I'm like, nobody has C.J. Uzama? And I don't even know if he's taken in half the leagues. Um, he had two touchdowns. They couldn't guard him. I mean, Miles Jack, what happened to that guy? couldn't guard anybody. I don't know if he could guard me in coverage. He was a lost out there. Um, but the bottom, Tyler Boyd was massive in the slot. Kept getting matched up with Miles Jack. May want to change that. May want to go with an extra DB, Urban. I don't know. Just consider it. And the Jags are now 0-4. The Jacksonville Jagoffs, who I thought could win the division and get to the playoffs, are now sitting at 0-4. And, and they have the Titans on deck. Folks, I know 0-4 is a death sentence. I'm going to say they're only 99% done because they're 17 games. Because the Colts are total trash. And they're struggling. Uh, I, they don't have a win yet. The Houston Texans, we are, we all know who they're. They're probably the worst team in the league, and the Titans have a big one this weekend. They may make a second appearance in the best bets at the end of this podcast. Although I've talked about it a couple times this week on the pod, I know some people, and we've seen the numbers. Some people just tuned in Fridays for the football picks. Uh, If you heard Rufus Peabody yesterday, don't just come for the picks. Learn how to fish. I think the Jets can take down the Titans, which opens the door to Jacksonville, Tennessee next week. Massive game at home for the Jags. Now, if you uh, if the Titans prevail over the Jets, they are a touchdown favorite. You've basically got the Titans' season. I'm sorry, the Jaguars' season next week against the Titans. Although I don't know, Rob G probably thinks the Jags are toast anyway. Uh, I, I was I was impressed with the spirited fight. I just hated what Urban Meyer did late. Um, we, you could make all the Stevie Wonder jokes. Could see you know he could he could see that coming. Trevor Lawrence has now suffered four losses. He um he lost two games in high school and he lost uh, two in college at Clemson. None in the regular season, by the way. Okay, he's now zero and four in the NFL. And Trevor Lawrence was fine. I thought he was yeah, pretty solid. Got threw the ball away when he needed to. Um, you know, ran well. Uh, it's just disappointing. I mean, he lost DJ Shark on, like, the third play of the game, ankle rolled up on. So it was basically the LaVisca Chenault show, young kid out of uh, Colorado, who's a nice player. Um, But, like, Marvin Jones, Tavon Austin, Dan Arnold, who they picked up, like, 48 hours ago in a trade. Like, I mean, this is, folks, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have anything. They missed Travis Etienne. um, Another wide receiver whose name escapes me is out injured. It's just, listen, man. It's possible that I was very, 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 very wrong on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you know what? I'll take that L if I was. Um, it's By the way, it sounds like DJ Shark has a fractured ankle. So don't think we'll be seeing him anytime soon. Um, I don't know, Rob G. I, I'm not willing to wave the white flag on the Jags yet, but holy hell, it's close. Wow. You're still not really
5: to wave the white flag on the Jags? I mean, 0-4. Oh, because I, I really do think eight or nine wins can win this division. A losing record will win the division. That's that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Um, let me just say that was my favorite game to watch this season. Not involving my Raiders. F- whoa, 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 whoa!
4: Favorite Thursday night or favorite
5: Fav- overall? My favorite game to watch. Oh, jeez. And my the you? reason being is, I thought both of those quarterbacks were slinging it last night. Like I thought both of them showed you exactly why they were the number one picks in their respective drafts now the final score wasn't like some massive shootout it wasn't you know Dak Prescott Tom Brady you know because those guys are, are operating at a different level with different skill position players and to be quite honest against worse defenses that opening weekend or that opening Thursday night game with the Cowboys defense and the Bucks defense was some of the worst defensive play I've seen this NFL season I mean, this the defense last night, Rob. It, I mean, no, it, it wasn't. Was it wasn't great. Passive at it, best, yeah, no, right? it wasn't great. But those two guys, you know, up until like you mentioned the punt decision, which was, I, I agree with you, it, it was. Uh, he got a tight us and I don't think you can have that kind of. Especially, I, I think it might it, part of what happened in the first half and his decision to go for it in the goal line. I think may have factored into this one, where he's like, "Hey, we went for it, didn't make it, and he got scared the second time around when he was forced to a decision," <sighs> but. I mean, Joe Burrow, just in the second half, all right? I know the first half he was kind of slow, but in the second half, 17 of 20, 253, two touchdowns, final drive, five for five, 68 yards. Like, he was so in command and so in control, and I knew he was accurate. I remember that from college. I didn't realize his arm was as good as we saw last night. Yeah, I mean, some of the throws that he was making. It was just like, wow. And this guy is, what is this, his seventh, eighth start in the NFL? You know, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. like you said, zero weapons around him. I think Marvin Jones, uh, you know, at best is probably a, a good number two receiver or an average number two receiver on a good team. And even with him, with nothing around him, he was dealing too. And so I think with what we saw last night, that the NFL is in a good place with those two guys, assuming – yeah. These franchises, which have a poor track record, don't let them down. But I really— Yeah, I mean, Bur- Burrow was
4: incredible. I'll give you that. Uh, but again, consider the opponent, you know? And it, last week, he did not have to face TJ Watt. Uh, so, I mean, the Steelers did not have a sack first time in, like, 75 games or some ridiculous stat. But um, let's quickly go back to that goal line call. So you're up 14 nothing. You're on the one-yard line. One. There's, like, a minute left. Third and goal, I you know, uh, they, it, Chenault gets tackled at the one. Looked like maybe he was close to getting in, but no. Fourth and one. You got one minute left on the clock. You're up 14 nothing on the road. You're a winless team. You kick a field goal there, it's like, I mean, really? I'm fine with going for it. If you can't get one yard. I didn't love the play call because they had Trevor Lawrence in shotgun. So, you know, and Trevor Lawrence is like a 6'5 guy. You would think if he's under center, he just leans forward and he should be able to get a, a yard. But at a shotgun, he had to, he waited like a split second for the hole. It was there, but the linebacker filled it. And, I, you know, like you run through a linebacker at Wake Forest or Syracuse, right, if you're Trevor Lawrence. But this is the NFL, you know. He couldn't get by the linebacker and he got stuffed at the one and... You know, you still go into the half up, 14 nothing, a little deflating, but
5: Rob, I'm sorry. I'm not kicking the field goal there. I'm fine with the touchdown no, drop. I totally disagree with you. And the only reason I say that is because they had lost eighteen straight games up until this point. <laughs> All right. Under normal yeah, circumstances only lost three. And under and then- normal circumstances, hey, your team's 0 and 2, 0 and 3 on the season looking to get a spark, you know, whatever, cool. You're you're you know, you're one and two, whatever. These guys have not tasted the sweet. Liquor of victory. Nectar. Whatever. Nectar. No, there's liquor in Jacksonville. <laughs> since, since it, to quote my man. There better be. To, to quote my friend Rob Parker, since Moby Dick was a guppy. Like, that's how long it's been since they've won a football game. And in that situation, you take the points where you can get them. You have all the momentum in the world. I don't think you suddenly lose momentum being up 17 nothing. Like, I know 21 sounds better, but the way that they were playing and... and no, you know, of course, this game comes down to a field goal. So you wish you had those three points back. But uh, I
0: think that's easy
5: to say. Yeah, in hindsight, you know, I, but I, like it, if, in you hindsight. Him, if you hold them, if you hold them,
0: though, hey, we held them there. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. If you dare.
4: Only three scores, you know, the 17. I feel like that's a win for the defense if they don't go for it. It feels like you're playing scared. I mean, we've, Rob, how many times in primetime recently have we seen big balls harbaugh, right? Uh, Not primetime, but the Chargers, uh, fourth, excuse me, fourth and nine. Staley's like, F it, we're going for it. I don't care about the penalty. I just think you've got to be aggressive in the modern NFL because offense rules. And nobody can really stop anybody. Yeah, but you also got the referees throwing all these flags. The context
5: being is both of those instances that you brought up going for were against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. No, Joe Burrow's in that class, you just said. (laughs) You know what? You you try to diss Joe Burrow and the the defense he's going against. I don't want to rehash this again, but Tom Brady hasn't exactly been lighting up the best defenses for their stats. But uh, Joe Burrow comeback season – 73% 73% completion, 988 yards, nine touchdowns, quarterback rating of 114.
4: Wow. That's pretty That's impressive. That's LSU numbers, uh, so man. Congrats to Joe Burrow. Three and one. Zach Taylor. Here's the problem. Uh, and I don't want to, you know, I got a Bengals fan. We used to live in Pennsylvania and my my kid went to school with this uh, girl and they, they became good friends. And then uh, it, her dad is a big Bengals fan. So he's always, you know, we we're friends on IG. He's the only Bengals fan I really know. Um, you guys are going to win just enough games to keep Zach Taylor, who is a, such a negative coach. Bro, Thursday night football, at home against a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback, and you're down 14-0 at the half. Don't tell me Zach Taylor brought him back. That's a team that was not prepared. i just disappointed. Next week, by the way, uh, Joe Burrow welcomes in Aaron Rodgers um, to Cincinnati, whatever that stadium's called. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's Lucy. co and use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit Lucy.co
0: and be sure to use that promo code FIRE. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Okay, we're going to talk about the big game this weekend. Patriots versus Tom Brady. But Rob, I, I got to be 100% honest with you. I, as I'm excited for the game. It's Sunday night. It's going to be exciting. I get all that. There's like five other games I'm more excited about. Tonight. Thank you. And, and I mean, I'm not dissing, I'm not dissing the game because I'm excited for it. I will watch all of it. I'm sure the cameras are going to be fixated. I'm very excited. But no joke, in my mind, I'm excited to see Ravens Broncos. That's not number one. Obviously, Seahawks 49ers every year is a crazy game. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge Jets fan, so I'm very excited to see Zach Wilson not run for his life and have a chance to win. But no lie, Browns Vikings is a damn good game and I for my money if you said Jason these two games are on you can only pick one and what one to watch I'm watching Arizona and the Rams over Tom Brady versus Belichick and I, it's two three and oh teams Cliff Kingsbury cannot he's been put in a body bag by McVay he, McVay's never lost to him three oh and one against the spread Kingsbury is basically afraid of, of McVay he coaches scared I'm not even kidding because I have bet this team before I'm afraid to do it. Sharp Money has come in. We'll talk about it in Best Bet. Cardinals-Rams is the best game of Sunday. And I know the storylines are great. By the way, Rob, Panthers-Cowboys? Hello? That's that's a really good game. Like, the Cowboys are legit now. Um, I, you can't make a case for, like, Washington Falcons. But I, I do like Brady and Belichick. I, obviously, the storylines galore. Are they going to be friendly at half? Uh, at midfield, after the game, will there be anything beforehand? Is there going to be any shit-talking? Probably not. What also interests me, did you hear, I guess there was like a Howard Stern clip, somebody sent it to me, uh, where Brady talked about leaving the Patriots, and he did it over the phone with Belichick. Yes. And I'm like, I I don't, maybe I had heard that but forgot or whatever. Um, 20 years together, and you basically tell him you're going to move on over the phone? I'm surprised by that. Now, Brady quickly explained to Howard Stern, like, hey, you know, it was this night, and we had this and that and the it sounds kind of excuse laden. Um, you know, twenty years together? Can you imagine, and y- your employer, your boss, you've been working together in lockstep, and you just bail with them over the phone or some shit like that? I, I just not totally chicken shit, but we know the story. Seth Wickersham, who's got the book, talked about it. Like Brady was disrespected; he was sick of being treated like a child by Belichick. You could only take so much of that crap. Brady took it. He kept winning Super Bowls. He's like, "What do I care? I'm winning Super Bowls. I'm MVP." Blah, blah, blah. And he just said, you know what? I guess everybody has like a breaking point and that was his. Um, so I don't know, Rob, I'm very excited for the game. I'm going to watch it. No doubt. I'm not definitely not doing anything Sunday night. Although I may <coughs> have an awesome story for you guys on Monday, an awesome story on a personal, but well, uh, Rob, where's your excitement level for this game?
5: Honestly, uh, I mean, I, by the way, I totally agree with you. There's at least three games I'd much rather watch than, than Sunday night's game. Um, scale of 1 to 10 maybe like a 6.8 maybe a 7 tops you know and it's just is three reasons number 1 i don't think that there's as much bad blood between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick as people think there are oh i don't you know, know i about think that. i think that that extra year away while he was in Tampa and him winning the super bowl gives him all the self gratification that he needs and you can tell just by how complimentary that they've been of each other In the media, the only barbs that we've seen traded in any kind of way is Belichick and Arians where they say that, hey, you stole my offense, you stole my offense, you stole my offense, whatever. You know, so I I don't think that they hate each other in any kind of way. I don't even think they dislike each other. Like, this is not Shaq and Kobe where when they first met, like, you know, there was a, a camera following them just to see if they would dap up in the pregame. Like, I promise you. That in warmups you're going to see Belichick walk over to Brady or vice versa. They're going to chat. They're going to smile. They're going to you know put their hands on each other's butts and be like, "Hey, good good luck today." Blah blah blah. So that's number one. Number two, the Bucks are clearly the better team. Like if this was any kind of legitimate competition, like you mentioned Arizona and the Rams, where you're like, "Hey, these two teams are are pretty evenly matched. They could see each other again in the playoffs." I'm excited to watch it. This is, you know, Lamar Jackson versus Pat Mahomes. You know, say what you want about who's better, but they're both upper echelon quarterbacks. This is, was it seven times Super Bowl champion Tom Brady and making his fourth career start, Mac Jones.
4: Well, let me just, a different angle. If Brady, let's say he puts it on him and they win 40 to 20. Belichick's now one and three. Probably not headed toward the playoffs. I know it's early, but... At 1-3, and Mac Jones, uh, James White's a good weapon on that team. Like, their upcoming schedule after the Texans, who they'll beat, Cowboys, Jets, Chargers, Panthers, Browns, like, you could see a path where Belichick is not going to the playoffs. And then, Rob, and again, maybe I'm looking too forward, but we're headed toward territory of not only did Brady win the divorce, but do we start to question Belichick a little bit? And I know that's unfair, and it's way early, but... The Cam Newton experiment failed. He got his own quarterback. I know it was a rookie. It didn't work. Like, Belichick's now pushing, what, 70, 71 years old? Like, I'm I'm not—you can't question him. His success is unparalleled. But do we start questioning him? Well, you know, (laughs) Tom mattered more. Like, I personally already think Tom mattered more, but oh, there's still a lot of people on the fence. Oh, he went to a loaded team in Tampa. Okay. Well, Belichick's now had two years. Like, how many years is it going to take him to get back to the playoffs? I I don't know is that looking too harsh on 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 one uh Bill Belichick yes and I think the only okay. people
5: who would try to discredit Bill Belichick are people who are Tom Brady fanboys because if you want to split you, up you know I'm not if you want to split up the Patriots era with Brady and Belichick, the first three Super Bowls were Belichick the last three or two and a half were Brady okay the early part of that dynasty was a strictly defensive team. Tom, just don't turn the ball over. Don't do anything stupid. We're going to be in position to win every single game. And when it comes to the Super Bowl. Give Tom Brady credit. He's great in the two-minute drill. But he was not never the reason why they won those Super Bowls early on. Later on, and in in, towards the back end of his, his time there, absolutely. Absolutely it was Tom Brady. Because then they had shifted into an offensive team. I, I would argue that I give Tom Brady more.
0: If you dare.
5: more credit for the loss against Philly in the Super Bowl than I do the victory over the Rams because the wait 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 hold on hold on you give Tom Brady more what? more credit for the way he played against Philadelphia when they lost in okay. the Philly special Super Bowl yeah versus the one he did win against the Rams because that was a complete Bill Belichick undressing of arguably the right. one of the greatest offenses ever. In the Rams. That was a def- that I, was a me, de- defense won that Super Bowl, not yeah, Tom Brady.
4: I would add, in Philadelphia, Tom, uh, that Eagles, go look in the skill position players. Nobody great. Mm-hmm. Belichick had two weeks to prepare for Nick friggin' Foles, yep. and he got torched yeah. I, for like 400 yards or whatever. I mean, Peterson will be coaching again soon simply because of that Super Bowl win. Everybody from his staff, I
5: feel, got coaching jobs somewhere. Right. Like, I mean, you know— it, like I think that Tom Brady deserves way more respect and admiration for that game than he does for the sixth Super Bowl. Yeah. The problem with Brady is there's
4: no LeBron Jordan debate. There just isn't. No. There's no Montana Brady debate. I don't care that your guy Rob Parker wants to come with it. Like that's silly. Nobody there's just nothing. There's nothing there. Brady's the best. And it's tough because then you look at the photos of Brady and he's this doughy dude who runs like a four two forty. And he's the greatest athlete in football history. Well, no, he's not the greatest athlete. He's the best quarterback. Well, is he the best? Is he better than Aaron Rodgers? Well, no, he's the winningest. Okay. So then it, it just, it's not as fun of a debate. Exactly.
5: And um, well, I, yeah. I and I know that we started off by talking about the excitement of the game and everything like that. Here's my last reason, and I think this is one that might ruffle some feathers as to why I'm not super excited about this game. Is the Patriots fans are gonna shower him with love when he's there. Like, when there's a big, you know coming home game or the revenge game like this is being hyped up Brady versus Belichick you know what I'd like to see is a little bit of animosity you know what I'd like to see is I would not rule that is out LeBron coming back to Cleveland and that hostile environment mm. and I'm fully expecting a no. Peyton Manning-esque return to Indy where as soon as he gets introduced it's a oh of course dude no like like I know that that's that, I, I would expect that But that's part of the reason why I'm not super excited about it because I want drama. I want something that's going to really grab my attention. And it's like we got two guys who respect each other, don't really dislike each other. You got one team that's clearly better than the other. And last but not least, you have a fan base that is going to be so excited to see him. I don't even think they're going to care if the Bucks whoop their ass. Okay, how about this? How's this for excitement?
4: Um, They find a way to boo Bill Belichick.
5: Oh, I would like that.
4: That'd be spicy. I don't think they got the balls for that. But um, you could boo him when he comes out at the beginning. But then how do you boo the coach? With the, he's with the team usually. Um, I don't know. I, I think booing Belichick would take some balls because if you think he's ornery with the media now, I love that question. I don't know if you've seen it, Rob, where somebody asked him, what do you think of Mac Jones' interceptions against the Saints? And he just like hemmed and hawed for like 10 seconds and kind of made those grunt noises. <laughs> I was like, uh, whatever you think. or something. Can you imagine if they boot his ass and they get beat? Like I part of me wants Brady 40, Belichick 6 or something insane like that. I don't think that'll happen, uh, and I'm not making it part of the best bets. But why don't we get to it? It's a huge card in the NFL and college football. Here are your best bets. This episode is made possible by PWC.
2: When you bring together human ingenuity, passion, and experience with the latest technology— the future starts to look a whole lot smarter, which is why The New Equation is meeting the future of work today with ProEdge. Digitally upskill your entire organization to keep ahead of the curve and drive growth. Learn more at thenewequation.com.
0: What grows in the forest? Trees. Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too, because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet.
4: All right, folks, it's time for the best bet here on Straight Fire. Last week was good, not as good as week two. Um, Week one was great. I I think my issue this week is there's so many road favorites that you've got to be careful. You, I mean like Kansas City is one of my bigger bets this weekend. They're favored by seven. I absolutely love them but seven's a big number and they have the Bills next week. Now I don't think they'll be looking ahead to the Bills when you factor in that they're one and two and are coming off a loss but again and I explained this in my Fox Sports column they turned the ball over four times against the Chargers and the Chargers still needed to convert fourth and nine to beat them. They, converted three, uh, sorry, they had three of those turnovers in Chargers territory. So the Chiefs are going to move the ball. They should annihilate the Eagles. This is the NFL. Not everybody gets annihilated, but I have the Chiefs. And I know a lot of people aren't going to hear it, but I said this Monday. Uh, I got plus nine with the Jets. Now, there was some juice, minus 117. But I love the Jets here. Uh, some of the numbers are staggering on teams that come off of a shutout. Um, rebounding the next week. So, obviously, we had Miami doing that. Two weeks ago, they got blanked by Buffalo, bounced back, had them against the Raiders. Nice cover. That was a bad sweat. But teams that get shut out, the following week, they're 21-6 and against the spread in the last six years. I mean, folks, I know you got to hold your nose and take the Jets, but a lot of professional money on the Jets. It was nine Sunday night. It's now seven. I would not be shocked if it's six-and-a-half game day. And remember, even if you're like, Jason, you're crazy, you're crazy, look at the Titans' injury report. Okay, we'll see what happens today. Friday, big day, obviously. But let's see what happens with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. If both of them are out, go look at the uh, depth chart for the Titans' receivers. I know the Jets' secondary stinks and May is hurt and he's out, but ain't nobody scares you on that Titans' offense. And the Jets' run defense is not terrible, 10th in opponent yards per play. I'm telling you, I like the Jets. I have a little on the money line. It could be heartbreaking like the Bengals. Uh, But I took him, and I'm going to take him in the contest. I'm looking hard at the Giants in the contest. They're seven and a half. Um, It's just tough to stomach the Giants there. As a Jets fan, A, and B, um, you know, Daniel Dimes. You're putting your hard-earned money on Daniel Dimes. Well, I know he's good on the road, 10-4 and against the spread. Um, But the Giants always find a way to blow games. Now, I do not like the Saints a lot this year. You guys know that going back to the preseason and again, Jameis Winston, you can hype him all you want. Three games yet to throw for a buck fifty. Sean Payton just does not trust him. Now, Saints could be down two offensive linemen, the left tackle in the center. You've got to monitor that. That's very important to watch. Because if they're down two offensive linemen, the Giants can, they're actually not bad against a run. If you strip out the Melvin Gordon 70 yard like freak late touchdown run in the opener, the Giants' run defense has been very good. Very good run defense. I think they got a chance to win outright, but I think the safe bet is to take the seven and a half. Uh, fun fact from the Fox research team Giants on the road in their last 20 games as dogs, 17 and three against the spread. They can't get hype on the road uh, at home for Joe Judge, but on the road, yeah, we will show up. Um, I took a little nibble at the Bears plus two and a half I'm looking at them in the contest. If you guys remember two weeks ago, Bears were hosting the Bengals. Everybody and their mom on the Bengals. Line goes through three. I'm like, wait a minute. Don't you have to take the Bears? I didn't. Bears win. They were up 17-0 in that game and win, and they covered. Folks, you're talking about the Lions. They are a public dog, which is like a flashing red siren to avoid them. I'm telling you, just don't back the Lions. I know they play tough, and they got the number 32 rated defense in the league. Just file that away. Oh, Jason, how'd they stop the Ravens? Well, you know, Ravens are kind of beat up. Uh, I told you the story about Lamar Jackson um, with the uh, COVID vaccine, and there was a Lamar Jackson shoulder incident. He's mispracticed twice this week. I-, I'm, I-, I like the Bears, guys. Um, Chiefs, Jets, Giants, Bears. Who else do I like? It's weird because I like a lot this week. I-, I haven't loved a ton in the last couple weeks. Um, you know, this is this is a tough one the Denver Broncos are a team I gotta watch now the injury report today is going to be big especially for their offensive line because they are really banged up they lost Hamler um uh, he's gone for the season which is which is brutal now you and, and without Jerry Judy, you've got like Patrick and um Cortland Sutton and listen the Ravens secondary ain't bad I know they don't have Marcus Peters um but what's more important for the Broncos is this offensive line they got both of their guards have not practiced this week. I know the Ravens' run defense is not great. Um, They're kind of going on borrowed time here, Uh, the old-school Ravens. But what do they like to do? They blitz more than anybody else in the league. Well, I think Tampa's number one this year. But they love to blitz, so that could be a problem. Although the Teddy Bridgewater numbers, if you guys have a pro football focus account, go check up Teddy Bridgewater uh, under pressure this year. I'll call it up here in a sec. Um, He's just phenomenal uh, when you try to blitz him and get him under pressure. But on the other side of the football, the Baltimore Ravens, have you looked at their injury report? Obviously, Lamar Jackson didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, you got a starting safety, did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. Ronnie Stanley has not practiced this week. Um, he's one of their tackles. Um, who's the other guy? Uh, Derek Wolf, one of their better defensive ends. Brandon Williams, their run-stuffing nose tackle. Now, he's old. He's a veteran, so he could just be resting. But you really got to check these injury reports I, I don't want to suit town too, um, like, in the weeds, but, I, I mean, I'm a nerd where Friday night, I'm checking the injury report, Saturday morning. Uh, it's one of my top things to do before I put in the bets in the contest. Like, if you want to try to make some money on this, go back and listen to uh, the guy who, uh, David Baker, who uh, won the contest last year and got second in the other one. And, you know, go listen to Rufus. Like, you got to put in some work here. I It's not fun, but... It's a labor of love. Uh, I like the Broncos there. I I don't know if I'll end up taking them in the contest because of the offensive line injuries. Um, But uh, the other ones I'm looking at, I'm looking at Miami. I don't know if I can pull the trigger on that. Uh, The Colts are kind of desperate. You get like a a, a Jacksonville sense with this team. Like, come on, are we that bad? Can we hang in there? It's not like Miami's great. Um, I really like Cleveland, but I'm holding off just because of the Zimmer at home factor. He's really, really good at home especially as an underdog, Uh, but I do like Cleveland a lot there. Definitely not touching the Buffalo 17.5-point spread. And um, the one that – I know you guys are going to want me to pick Tampa and New England, but um, I'm actually trying to make money and win a contest, and that's a game I want no part of. Not when, like, 90% of gamblers are on Tom Brady. There's just no way because you know what's going to happen game day. Uh, It's the Sunday night chase game, and everybody and their mom is going to be loading up on Tom Brady and Tampa. Well, what happens usually, not always, obviously, when the house needs somebody bad? I mean, I could see it happening, uh, but I will say this. I kind of, sort of, like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, one more injury report you got to check. TJ Watt, let's make sure he's a go. Uh, Claypool all of a sudden turned up on the injury report. I know this because I do fantasy football. Um, I know Pittsburgh is like, a, what are you doing? Are you crazy? They just lost at home to Cincy. Mike Tomlin. As an underdog is where you want to put your money. 38-19-2. That's what he does. I mean, he gets his guys really hyped to, hey, it's us against the world. Nobody thinks we can do this. And they go out with their hands on fire. Hands, head, whatever, both. Uh, and they pull the upset. Or they cover the spread. And in the opener, I had them against Buffalo. Tomlin was a dog. And they needed some special teams help, but they pulled it off. So I would look hard at Pittsburgh. It's overall what I think a good card. You notice I didn't mention the uh, AFC West teams. I like the Cardinals a lot. But the number that I told you guys on Monday, six, is long gone. It's four. So uh, just be a little bit careful there. Um, and on the college front, man, I obviously laid Rufus's Michigan State bet. Um, I, I'm not going to go in-depth on these, but I did write about them on Fox Sports. I took Wisconsin. I did. I took Wisconsin, favored by one, at home against Michigan. Probably the only guy on planet Earth backing Wisconsin after um, the back-to-back pick sixes last week the starter and the backup against Notre Dame um it feels like you know Wisconsin just like come on I, I bet Michigan last week they led 20 to 3 at Rutgers fell asleep stopped trying or Rutgers changed things and shut them down but I took Wisconsin favor by one um Arizona State getting three and a half um on the on the left coast uh, I took Ole Miss, getting 15. I know that's risky. It's out Alabama. Nick Saban's not losing to Lane Kiffin. Uh, is that even going to be close? Um, and then I do – what's the other one? Oh, LSU, favored by three. Um, I haven't bet on LSU yet this year. I bet against them with UCLA. I didn't like what I saw. They're starting to come around, and Auburn's got some internal issues. If you guys um, saw what happened with Bo Nix, uh, benched last game, did not take it well. Um A lot happening. College football is just wild. Um, Awesome weekend. And then my biggest bet in college football is Cincinnati, of course, all over the Cincinnati Bearcats against Notre Dame. So there you have it. Those are the best bets. Uh, Good luck this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you Monday.
2: This episode is made possible by PWC. When you bring together human ingenuity, passion, and experience with the latest technology, the future starts to look a whole lot smarter which is why The New Equation is meeting the future of work today with ProEdge. Digitally upskill your entire organization to keep ahead of the curve and drive growth. Learn more at thenewequation.com.
0: Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
6: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
5: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.